Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Hanging Shavs podcast. I am Matt Shaver. And I am Michael Pavlik. And today we are tackling an ever-prevalent issue that's come even more into the spotlight during these Olympic Games with some gymnastics athletes. You guys all know what we're talking about. The question on everyone's mind, how do they get them so short? Um... So the CIA actually uh, worked in collaboration with Hollywood um, for Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Um, and based on the scientific findings that they were able to conduct during the filming and uh, secret CIA tests during that process, they were actually able to invent a shrink ray. Um, and they've been stealing babies from homes since that movie occurred, shrinking them, and then developing them into... Uh, future gymnastics pretty much super gymnastic athletes and pushing yeah. them towards the gold medal what they didn't realize is the effects that that would have on uh the child's uh brain makeup and i think that's what we're seeing today uh with the mental health issues is um the shrink ray has done so much damage uh that things are really bubbling over so i think it's yeah. time to just crack open the cia classified documents well, you and know, see what's yeah People, people, yeah. I mean, thanks, thank you for you know for sharing that. I don't think a lot of people one know that that happened, know that that was an actual tool that the CIA developed, and more importantly, you know, people are people always wonder where Rick Moranis went. People were like, "Wow, Rick Moranis was so funny. Rick Moranis was in Ghostbusters. He was in Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Honey, We Shrunk Ourselves. Spaceballs, and then he was just gone. What, what, where did Rick Moranis go? Um, Rick Moranis was the whistleblower. You know, Rick Moranis, mm-hmm. people forget in, in, the, in the 90s, Rick Moranis tried to blow this whole thing open. He was like, guys, I'm telling you, this shrink ray thing, like, we actually haven't seen those actors, like, those, the, our kid, those kids are gone. Like, the, the CIA that came in, a bunch of guys came in in suits and took them, and they're gone. And Rick Moranis tried to come out publicly with this, and then he was gone 20, for, what, 20, 30 years? Mm-hmm. Next year here, he's getting assaulted in New York. He doesn't even know he's Rick Moranis. Someone hits him in the head in New York, and all of a sudden, he's like, I don't remember anything. I don't know anything. I mean, it's crazy. It's crazy. We don't even know if that's the real Rick Moranis. How many Rick Moranises are out there? Is that the, even the original Rick Moranis? It's like the question of uh, the ship, ship of Theophilus. What's that one? The ship of the... Do you know what I'm talking about? Ship of Theophilus? Uh, Theophilus? Okay, I don't, I don't think you mispronouncing it five different ways is going to help my memory anymore. But I no, have I think it will. A vague recollection of what you're referencing. I don't remember anything about it, but I remember it being like a, a parable or a, a something, something like yeah. that. Yeah. So I stumbled it on the ship a of Theseus. The ship of Theseus. Does I think that sound that's right? it. Yes, I think that, I'm pretty sure that's it. But it's basically if the CIA stripped away all parts of the original Rick Moranis. Is yes. that Rick Moranis? Is it still today? Rick Moranis? Is it still Rick Moranis? Right. What if they what if they replaced all parts of him except for his iconic glasses? Would that still be Rick Moranis? Uh the only way that I would want that to happen is if they made him look like the invisible man, but it was just Rick Moranis' glasses. <laughs> it's just it's Rick just... Moranis' glasses. But what if he, you're saying he has like bandages over him when you pull it off, there's just nothing underneath? That's invisible. correct. But I also want yeah. him to sign a sponsorship deal with Charmin and be somehow the spokesman for <laughs> the Charmin while being covered in Charmin toilet paper 
and being the Invisible Man, but also being Rick Moranis, but also having the glasses, but also being the ship of Theolus, but also working for the CIA, but also competing in the next Summer Olympics as a female gymnastics athlete. I just, I think Rick Moranis' potential is just endless. Why stop at stage one? I think we could make all that happen. I think he'd be down for that. I mean, he... He's clearly down to be back in the spotlight now if he's, you know, wandering around the streets of New York. Maybe he thought no one would recognize him. Maybe he was like, okay, it's been enough time. I can, you know, go out and wrap out and nothing will matter. And then just gets beaten, the shit beaten out of him his first day. I love how he picked like the middle of a pandemic. He was like, okay, now it's safe for me to leave my house Do you and go like- outside. And he still got assaulted. <laughs> Is he an agoraphobe? Is that like, is that what, is there anything to that? Or does he just, no, dude, you know, he's, in the, he's, the, he's, he's in the protection program. He's in the oh, protection shit, right, program. Right. That's right. Witness protection for the CIA. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. he helped, he helped the CIA. Then he turned on them. And then other countries started to come after him. Like Russia came after him to try to get the shrink ray tech. Uzbekistan. China came after him for the shrink ray tech. Yeah. yeah. All the stands were really big on it. You remember that? The stands, Turkmenistan. Yeah. yeah they mm-hmm. were all, they were all over him. Oh, they yeah. had this like yeah. evil plot to turn into like a transformer situation of stands and then turn into one mega stand and then try to attack the United States. Country. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't even know if they border now each that... other. Do all stands border each other? That's what, if, if they don't, we need to change borders to make it happen. The most of the stands do border each other. Um, hmm. There's Coincidence? It's, yeah, and it would actually be really cool to see them blow off the surface of the earth, like their plates come up, and then they turn into like a giant uh, star, star me Pokemon. You know what I'm talking about? Like it, that one would be a pretty cool shape. I feel like for a for a country was the star me. What was intimidating? I just think it was cooler than the star you. But I think anything in the I think anything in the shape of a starfish or a, I guess just a star would be pretty cool. You know what I'm talking about? Starmie was basically just two star you. Oh, Starmie was a fucking badass. Yes, I remember. Yeah, Star-Me. the purple one. So Holy imagine if shit. like Kazakhstan and and Kazakhstan, Turkmenistan, Uzbekistan, uh, uh, they all just came off the earth and then turned into a giant Starmie shape. Mm-hmm. That would be pretty cool. Don't- and then what do you think we could? What do you think if we were like to combine with Canada and Mexico? What do you think we would look like? What would be our giant transformer? Maybe like a a, a frog. It oh, definitely wouldn't be, be cool. No. I, I'm just, I'm just. It definitely would not be cool looking. Well, maybe, <sighs> maybe like the the Orkin man. Like we would just look like a giant Orkin man, you know, with those goofy ass helmets on that they always wear in the commercials. I feel, I feel like it could be a, it could be a Hispanic Orkin man with a maple leaf as his shirt. Oh, the Orkin man covers the United States, so we got that. We're yeah. covered. The ethnicity yeah. could be Mexican, and then yeah. we could put as our logo. Maybe like a, a maple updated leaf. modern maple leaf. Yeah. Maybe some On the like, helmet. And the maple leaf is what shoots out the beam, the attack beam against their giant star me Pokemon. And yeah. actually, our, our weapons are two submachine guns, but uh, they're napalm maple syrup. Yeah, they're napalm maple syrup, but they come out of the spray bottles that they use to keep pests out of your home. But that shoots napalm maple syrup. You know what I'm talking about? I do. The little, I do. The little spray sticks. I think that's a pretty yes. that's a pretty good that's a pretty cool guy. I'd be happy with him fighting for I don't know if we're beating the, Uzbekistan though and I don't know if we're beating the stands. The stands are pretty powerful. If they all come yeah, together. Yeah. 
I mean, they all basically are together. Like they're all ran by presidents or people or if you even call them presidents that are basically just like Russian, like just Russians, Russian puppets. They're just, yeah. Yeah. They're just like, oh, oh yes. A doping scandal. What doping scandal? You're talking about California uh, legalizing weed? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, they don't give a did fuck. You, did you see that? I, I laughed my ass off when, this was a couple months ago, but Putin was like asked the question about the protests that were going on or like the treatment of uh, uh, opponents for the elections. And he was like, maybe you should worry more about all the unrest that's going on in yeah. the United your States. Your Black with Lives your Matter protests. protests. Like, Dude, uh, do you own yeah. a mirror? Do you have anybody that's Dude. like telling you what's no. going on? He's Every like, I'm glad I'm not America. Every- Every time someone establishes a new mirror in Russia, they shatter it and then ban it from ever being mentioned online. Dude, all the shit Navalny did was like the last thing. And then Putin was just like, eh, poison him. And then they poison him. He didn't kill him. And he's like, eh, let him come back here. And then they let him come back. And he's like, eh, throw him in Siberian death camp. And then like that dude just, it was like the most, everyone knew what was happening because we've seen stuff like this before. We were just like, is he really going to go back to Russia? Oh, he is. Oh, well, that's, that's the end of Navalny. And then, that was Dan Navalny, and now they're like, they ban Navalny's website. They ban, like, any mention of him in the press. It's like, well, what the fuck did you think was going to happen? Like, I, I, did you think this was going to end any differently? I don't think so. Do you ever just apply James Bond thinking to those incidents and, like, not really realize that they're real life? I just imagine that, like, Navalny was taken into a back room and, like, some dude with a swinging sledgehammer just, like, hit him in the testicles the shit out 25 of oh, times. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. 100%. I mean, like, they, I, I think if, if Russia wasn't already doing those things, which I feel like they already were doing those things, they definitely watched the James Bond movies. Like, Putin strikes me as the type of guy that would watch a James Bond movie and be like, we need to do more of that. I need, I need the KGB to be doing more of that. Also, how funny is it that they just, they just renamed the KGB to another, like, three-letter acronym? Like, what is it? Like, the FSB now? They're like, oh, no, no, KGB is... KGB is no more. We have FSB now. And it's just the same exact thing. It just does the same shit. And they've literally been doing that since, like, the Russian Revolution. It's just, like, every about mm, 30, 40 years, they just change the name and be like, oh, no, this is different organization. This is not bad people like before. This is good new people. What's it like living in, in Russia for the average person? Like... Do they know that shit's kind of fucked up or do they love Putin or do they just like trying to keep their head down like a don't ask, don't tell like, hey, you know, yeah, it's pretty bad, but I just like, you know, I like in my paycheck and go to work or what the, what's it got to be like? I feel like it's probably a don't ask, don't tell and like a brainwashing of nationalism, I would imagine that they're just yeah. like, you try to be so proud of your country that you put up with anything lying to yourself yeah. that it's okay. I mean, I'm not trying to, like, make, you know, I'm not trying to be like, oh, all Russia's bad or whatever, but, like, or America's the best. Like, we're we're actually having a, the shit they're doing in, like, Congress right now, like, the testimonial. They're, like, there's people arguing in our government about whether or not an insurrection happened at the Capitol and whether it was bad. I was like, I watched this live on every TV. What, what do you, like, what's going on right now? Everyone watched it happen. Like, what do you mean? Like, we've gotten to a point where it's, people are now, like, um, I think it was mostly peaceful. And it was like, dudes had torches Dude. on, the, on the, like, what are you talking about? What are you, what are you even saying? I just like I'm lump certain. that stuff in with, uh, meme stocks, whenever meme stocks get brought up. And then whatever yeah. I see on the Snapchat discover page, those are like the oh three things God. that are just 
the stupidest shit ever. It's like, if we're going to talk about the insurrection, if we're going to talk about meme stocks, and if we're going to talk about anything on the Snapchat (laughs) Discover page, I'm going to be exiting the room. Dude, the Snapchat Discover page is the most brainless, vile, grotesque glimpse, accurate glimpse of America that I have ever seen. It's unbelievable. The problem is like, yeah, there's a lot of like the crazy clickbaity stuff on there. But then like 90% of the other content you're clicking through while you're on there, you're like, oh, God, this is just this is just America. This is just Americans being America. It's like if every part of our culture had our own people of Walmart page. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. I despise Walmarts, but I know what you're talking about. That's yeah, that's exact. It's that's kind of what it is. But Snapchat's been killing it, so you know something's working good for them, I guess. Um, I have uh, an Olympics-related question. Okay. That I thought of earlier. If you could make any activity an Olympic sport, and you're choosing it because you think you would actually have a chance of being one like a medalist in it in the world what uh, is there an activity that exists that you think okay if this was an olympic sport i could at least get on the podium with a bronze medal for this i know it's a tough question it is a require a lot of thinking yeah pretty much you're just asking me what i think i'm good at (laughs) (laughs) i guess that's a good way of putting it yeah. What is it? What is it yeah, called? But it, layman's but terms? But it also has to be kind of like showy. Like it would have to be something that people would watch on TV or in an empty stadium. People would pretend to be watching. Have you watched any of the? I haven't watched any of the No, I haven't watched it. I could not tell you how. Well, that's not completely true because I think swimming is really badass. But the problem with swimming is yeah. I don't really have any idea what is even going on that I can't even. <laughs> really watch it like i always forget what the like im events are i'm like oh shit yeah. they're swimming breaststroke and then i look oh, down and i look back up i'm like strokes. what the fuck they're swimming back what is going on yeah 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 like yeah. 1500 meter i have no idea how far that is like ledecky yeah. lost one but then dominated the other one and like i don't understand how the same athletes that uh, swim in like one I mean, I get it, but it, it's still confusing how, like, Ledecky can swim in, like, this one event and against all these different countries, and then the next event, she swim against, like, four other Americans that place one, two, three, four. Yeah, I'm like, dude, comes, where did the it, other countries it just, go? It just comes down to your, your time trials for the event. Like, they do prelims, and, like, the top people make it. It's the same way swim meets are run, big swim meet competitions are run at a local, like, state and, and national level. It's all based on your times. So if like the if the you know the fifteen best times are all like American, then you know I'm sure the Olympics have something in there about how like oh we we limit how many people from a certain country can be in it, but really it just comes down to your time. I also feel like when they finish races, they're not tired enough. That's my critique. It's my viewer <laughs> critique of them. When they finish races, I'm like, man, you're definitely even, tired. You're not even get. You're not even taking in that much air. You know what I mean? Though they don't look like they're really like panting. Yeah, I mean. The other thing is, though, swim, swim races are inherently not that long, most of them. Yeah, I guess I see the same thing with uh, track and field. Like, you'll see a yeah. track and field guy finish, or woman, like, finish, I don't know, half a race or, like, two lap yeah. race or something like that. And, like, 
I mean, it takes like 30 seconds. Yeah, it's like, yeah, you're going to be gassed, but you're not going to be like, you're not going to be beat. Mm-hmm. Like, you're not going to be like, I can't stand up right now because I just played a football game. Yeah. You know, I'm like, I'm destroyed. My body's destroyed. It's not the same. That's just wild, though, because it's like pretty much you just like burn as much fuel as you have in your tank for that little portion. And then like you're done and your engine's fine because you've prepared it to be such an elite engine that you just burn as much fuel as you can for a short period at your optimal performance, but you still have a lot of fuel left. Yeah. I don't know. If yeah. I, I don't know how far off the tracks I'm going. I just watched a bunch of uh, Malcolm Gladwell oh, TED no. Talks. So, you know, I'm, oh, I no. am intelligent. I am You're reinvigorated like a 20-year-old. else. Oh, no. Oh, no. I also have a weird attraction to curly-haired men, so I think that's going to last for about uh, the next week ah. and a half. Okay. And yeah. then, you know, it'll teeter off just naturally, obviously. Everybody went yeah. through that phase, right, of reading Malcolm Gladwell books and then having a weird attraction to him. That, was that uh, you just, know, my was that just thing, me? I, uh, my thing with Malcolm Gladwell is, like, I like a lot of the stuff that he says. I don't like the way he says it. And he says it in a very unique way, so I definitely know what you're saying. And that was something else I was going to bring up. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, yeah. I don't like... I don't like him, I think, is the problem. I like mm-hmm. the stuff that he does. I like his ideas. I like the things that he's written and the stuff he's researched and presented. But I, think, I don't think I like him. Like, if, if, like, I don't know. Let me just pick someone random. Like, if Frankie Munez was presenting his stuff, I think I'd like it a lot more. That's just a random guy who I think I would like better than Malcolm Gladwell. Would Frankie Munez be presenting it the same, like the same words and the same presentation, or would he be presenting it in a Frankie Munez way? No, no. I'm picturing like Malcolm in the middle age, Frankie Munez, talking like Malcolm in the middle, uh, presenting the ideas of Malcolm Gladwell. Okay, that'd be kind of While his brothers beat the shit out of him. (laughs) Why have we not done that yet? Why I mean, Frankie Munoz, he looks basically the same. We could, we could basically, yeah, I'm sure we could do it. All we got to do is just take all Malcolm Gladwell information that we have and then cameo Frankie Munoz in his own way into that information. Yeah. Could you imagine him getting that request? It's like, hey, here's 300 hours worth of speeches. Could you just say them like you would? Like, here's the core ideas. Just say them like you would say them. He'd probably I be like, I don't even down. remember being on Malcolm in the Middle. He's because so he was so concussed. He doesn't even remember being on that show. He was so concussed. I think he had he suffered. Was it a stroke? Maybe he had what? strokes. Frankie See, Munez. Yeah, dude, he straight up had something medical happen to him where he says he doesn't even remember filming any of Malcolm in the Middle. Why does that keep on happening with guys? Like, what's his um, name from Friends? Was just like, yeah, I was on so much opiates, I just don't even remember. Well, he was just fucked up. I mean, he was just fucked up the entire time. Like, that's, you know, he was just on a crazy bender. So you can't, huh. I don't know if you wow, can really, really compare those hmm. two. And, wow, crazy bender. Hmm. I sounds, know nothing of the sort. Sounds like I somebody nothing. I may well, know. What if I, I don't just know, come out and <laughs> I can't really think of anybody I know that's like that. I just come out in two years and I'm like, I don't remember recording any of these podcasts. Like they're trying to cancel me for like an Aladdin joke or something we've made at some point in time. And I'm just like, yeah, I'm going to be honest. I, it doesn't count because I don't remember recording any of these at all. So, I mean, good luck. Yeah, go ahead. Make fun of me. I mean, that's, that's cool. That's cool. By that time, by that time you'll already be living in the Washington 
state wilderness, completely yeah. cut off from society. Yeah. Building your own buildings out of the wood that you chop down, eating live rabbits. Eating them live. Yes, yes, yes. Is that what people in Washington do? Uh, you, not everyone, but the crazy guy oh. that lives up on the hill. Yeah. Okay, okay. All right, well, you never answered my question. That was a very good roundabout uh, way of denying the question that I asked you about your Olympic sport. Oh, that's such a hard question. Just throw something out. It doesn't have to be that seriously thought of. Just like, um, like do you think you could be a most books read in a year Olympian where like you read... You read. You know what the problem is? There are too many for the weird things that we do that are like hobbies. There are too many. Um, what's the polite word I'm looking for? Special people out there who like have like they got hit in the head by a baseball and then now they can read two million words mm-hmm. a minute. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. we'd never be able to compete, even if it was like a hobby of reading books. We'd never be able to compete with some savant from Georgia that can read 15 books in a day. Like, it just wouldn't be, you know, it wouldn't be possible. Right, right. The, the speed readers, yeah. That's, I'm not even going to try to walk into that one. I know I'll be outplayed. You know what's one thing that is the first thing that came to my mind that uh, my mom always said, and it was just a classic trick-your-child move, but my mom always said that I was an amazing towel folder. She always said that I was the best <laughs> towel folder <laughs> in the world (laughs) folding towels so that's gonna be my olympic sport it's okay i can't fold t-shirts worth my life like (laughs) but towels i have perfect rectangles you can oh yeah i have so many domestic problems like i can't get stains out of clothes i have no idea Mm -hmm. how to get stains out of clothes i just can't do it this is why that could be one of your events getting stains on clothes oh i'd be really good at that yeah yeah mm -hmm. that would be fantastic like somehow yeah they just give you that like a plate of a plate of food, and they're like, "Okay, don't stain your shirt." But the actual event is like seeing just on, on accident how many stains you can get on your shirt. That could work. Like they t- they tell you it's for another event. We're like, "Okay, we want you to finish these six bags of Doritos and hamburgers and French fries while watching the show as quickly as possible." And then at the end of it, they're like, "All right, we're done. Take off your shirts." And you're like, "What?" And then they hold up the shirts, and it's like most stains on a shirt <laughs> accidentally right like it's just a, it's a lot of brainwashing but also training you have to brainwash them after every event to then have them restart back into the competition of most stains yeah yeah oh oh um i think those are both good but i want to know what is your secret how do you fold towels can we get it can we get it explained on mic for the people uh i think the secret just is keep it simple uh you got to make sure that you line up. Both okay, well, the yeah, bottoms. you got to explain. Are you holding it? Are you holding it long way, like going up and down, or are you holding you hold- it long way going? Left oh no, right never, down? never horizontal, never horizontal. Always up and down. Vertical. You hold the okay. tips, so it should have okay. a little thicker end tips. It's almost like if you're grabbing your nipples or okay. another individual's nipples. Imagine off to a good start, pinching two nipples. Yeah. And then uh, you want to go ahead and, and fold it. Usually, I like to give it a couple snaps. I give it a couple snaps before I go into the folding process, just kind of, you know, prep it. It's almost mm-hmm. like tenderizing meat a little bit, except yeah, you're tenderizing right. the towel. It up a little bit. Yeah. And then you fold it uh, across. So across in vertically. Half. Right. Yep. Ha- in half. Corner vertically. to corner. Corner to corner. And then you kind of want to guide it down. If you have this, see, this is where my long arms really help me out. You try to guide mm. it down. Make sure that everything lines up guiding down, and then you find the middle point in the towel. You mm. commit 
it's almost like uh kind of like jumping between buildings. And you jump between buildings, you move from the nipple pinch that you had Fold up it top. In half vertically. Mm-hmm. And then you let it from drop top down. To bottom. Yep. Mm-hmm. Then you let it drop down. Give it a nice there's no snapping there. If you snap there, then it'll go ahead and throw off the mm-hmm. whole towel alignment. It's usually in a good crisp point up to that. And then basically mm-hmm. you want to go ahead and have a flat surface and you go ahead. It, sometimes you, it's a big enough towel, you fold it twice in half and then in half again. And you just go ahead and you lay it down and it should lay pretty flat and pretty crisp right on a flat surface. And then I, I like to do a little press down. Little press down's good. And then you have so your exquisitely folded towel. So what you just described is, is, is how I think every person on planet Earth folds the towel. Yeah. Well, here's the difference. They're not me. True. Everybody, True. Else, everybody else plays basketball. They're not LeBron James. True. Everybody else True. studied physics. They're not Albert Einstein. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think um, I think your mom may have, have sat down for an hour and tried to think of something to compliment you on and then like saw a towel sitting in the laundry room across yes. your basement and it was like, there we go, Mike. I also think she My just boy's tried such it. a good towel folder. I think she probably just tried it with multiple chores and just tried to see which one I was most strongly reacted <laughs> towards like well, positive reinforcement. Well, couldn't clean the bathroom well. Well, yeah. he really, yeah, he really hates he doing dishes, no matter how old socks. Yeah. Well, yeah, no matter how much uh, I've told him that he's good at it, he doesn't like doing the dishes. He doesn't like sweeping the steps. Uh, All right, well, this weekend when we're sharing a hotel room, I'm gonna have you. Uh, I'm gonna have you fold some towels. So I, I mean, I, I bet you when I'm back home next week, I'll, I'll be folding towels somehow. My mom will. <laughs> what if you just like? It's, it's had, like it's like Pavlovian. Just had yeah, no she, idea how to do it. <laughs> That would also be hilarious. <laughs> what if, yeah, what if your mom somehow like couldn't fold the towel? And so, like, just the fact that you could, that's why she thinks it's the greatest thing in the world. She's like, Michael, do it again, do it again. You, she has like, when's the last time you saw her? Two years ago. She has two years worth yeah. of towels <laughs> stocked up in the basement, just in a pile, unfold. And she's like, well, I'm so happy you're back. It just takes you down there to fold the towels. Honestly, I would rough. not be, I would not even be really that surprised. Or my basement is such a dungeon. I've just once. <laughs> I would not be surprised. Yeah. She's just sitting there clapping, hit, sitting Indian <laughs> yeah. style. Do it she's again, do it again, over. do it again. Yeah. It's like a wow, kid when he watches a puppet show. Yeah, yeah. Um, all right, you want to hear a, a funny story from this weekend? Of course, so, always. I also have to say one, one quick thing that I do have to get off my chest that I just needed to tell someone, um, but I couldn't just tell someone out of the blue. Uh, I recently got addicted to sea salt caramels, um, and I'm oh, completely no. lost control. Like completely. Oh, those will those will end your life. The perfect combo of salty and sweet. Yes, and then the the caramel, like I guess it's chewiness, but it's also like velvety and soft yeah. and smooth. Smooth is. Do you have way to a, put pre- it. a preferred brand that the people can go out there and get? Well, I get these H E B sea salt caramels, oh, which you can't get H-E-B it there. Brand. If you wow. if you really want to jump into the deep end and drown yourself. In sea salt caramels, I think the best route to go is the Costco route. They've got them in like oh, the no. peanut butter pretzel tubs. Oh no! That's just you're giving up on life. So if you want to yeah, give up on life with me, yeah, then go do that. But if you're looking to be more hopeful and you know you have a reason to live, maybe you have a spouse or a dog, or you don't live in a garage, um, then don't don't go get sea salt caramels. <laughs> You don't live in a garage. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. There's a couple of criteria that. Yeah, 
Yeah, that's uh, they sound pretty good. They sound a little too dangerous because I, because I, um, when I get ice cream and stuff, I always oh. get like ice cream with saltier stuff in it. I love the combo of salty and sweet. Like I told you before, I'm not a big sweets person, but as soon as you get salt in the mix, I'm like taking off my clothes and rubbing my body with it. So mm-hmm. I don't, I, I don't even want to be tempted with those. I just can't. I don't. You know what I always thought they should do is like a pop. I always thought pop tarts should do some kind of pop tart with like big flakes of salt on it. I always thought that would be kind of good. They they haven't had one. That seems shocking. Maybe they do, and if they do, please don't tell me because I <laughs> don't. I don't want to find out. But like, imagine like the cinnamon, um, the one, the chocolate, the, all the chocolate yeah. ones, like the fudge one, the s'mores one. If you were to put some like salt on there on top of some like kosher salt, kind of stuck into the frosting. Ooh. Maybe they do have salt on one of them. I Dude, think there's I'd be like shocked a, if they didn't. But I don't think they have like a sea salt caramel one. Like that seems like mm, such a no brainer. Sea salt caramel pop tart. Did we just invent? Hold on, hold on, hold on. I think I'm we Googling gotta get pop tart on the phone. Are they part of Kellogg? You definitely know. Yeah, this. they are. Wow, they let's are. go, Mike. Okay, they have. Oh, pop tarts, pretzel. Oh sh. Oh no. What? I, oh, this no. is a mistake. This is Pandora's oh, box. No. You literally just open up Pandora's box. You cannot close Pandora's pop- box now. They have a, a box. It looks like a Target called Pop-Tarts Pretzel Salted Caramel. Holy oh, no. shit. So I, it looks like it might be like a Pop-Tart, but made out of pretzel dough. And the salted... I shouldn't have looked that up. I shouldn't have looked that up. Well, well, you had a good life. I'm, you had a good run. It's been oh. nice knowing you guys. Yeah, yeah. Dude, they have tropical... What are all these flavors? I might have to start mango. buying... Oh, it's got two and a fourth stars. That's not surprising at all. I can't imagine a tropical mango Pop-Tart being that good if we're being honest. Uh, lemon cream pie. That's pretty high. That sounds Dude, good. if they're owned by Kellogg's, why don't they do like like Pop-Tarts that have like uh, fruity pebbles on top of them? Like fruity pebbles with some sweet like berry mix. Like the blueberry Pop-Tart with like fruity pebbles ingrained in the... Or, ensconced in the frosting on top oh my gosh man well the reason is is because the same people that thought that the name guardians would be good and those logos would be good are the same people that are on the board of directors for kellogg's for kellogg yeah they don't know what they're doing yeah yeah oh i see the pretzels oh it's got 3.9 stars dude yeah we need to stop we need to change the subject dude who the fuck reviews these things oh there's only there's not that many reviews can you imagine oh reading reading online reviews is one of my favorite things to do just in general it's fantastic like you you, there yeah there are so many people that you can tell are just so bored or so angry like angry about a pop-tart that they are like i need to go online and and save people from having the same experience with this chocolate caramel what if, Pop-Tart. What if we could take all the people that are in the comment section giving critiques on stupid shit and channel all their energy to like political movements? Do you realize how much more <laughs> change would occur? Like take all the Pop-Tart You're just talking about what people. Donald Trump did for the past fucking Oh, period. I guess. Are you kidding me? These Am people I? were already on Facebook reviewing Pop-Tarts, and he just was like, hey, why don't you vote for me? Am I the next Donald Trump? Am I hey. going to be able to run for president why in 2024? Why do Capitol building? I don't know. I don't give a fucking shit. Yeah, dude. Come on. I mean, those are the same people. Those are the same people. Dumb yeah. people, man. And there's dumb people on all, all sides. Not just being like, oh, they're only... Voting for Trump. There's dumb people all over the place, man. There's a lot of dumb people out there. 
Makes you think, are you a dumb person? I know I'm not a dumb person. Well, it's okay. Yep. Yeah. Spoken <laughs> spoken like a true uh, sociopath. Dumb people are blissfully unaware of how dumb they really are. Exactly. I saw this uh, in the news. Patrick is getting his own show. Oh, that's old news. Oh, you already saw this? Oh, yeah. It came out a couple weeks ago, I think. Uh, oh, yeah. Maybe episode, like, I think mm-hmm. it's just coming out. Mm. The Patrick Starr show. It's like a talk show with him on it. Can't imagine it'll be very good, but, you know, hey, kudos to them for continuing to milk the creation of Steven Hillenberg, even though before he died, he was like, please don't do any SpongeBob spinoffs. That's my one request. Please don't do that. And they were like, shut up, you Lou Gehrig motherfucker, and get under the ground. And now we've got the Patrick Starr show. So, you know, Hollywood. Yeah. Fun times. People... People forgot forget that actually the uh, creator of SpongeBob was actually married um, to uh, RBG, the Supreme Court Justice, and actually they died at the same time yeah. in their arms. And yeah. both their requests yep. were: uh, RBG said, "Don't fill that Supreme Court seat," and uh, Hillenberg yep. said, "Don't release any more SpongeBob stuff." Yep. And the and American the people said, just laughed you. in both their faces. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. The American people were like, I'm sorry, you're talking to elected officials that were elected by people who live in the same country where you can buy hot dogs that come with the cheese inside of them. <laughs> oh, I'm just sweet. thinking. All right, coming from Mr. Combos. Dude, that's a snack cracker. That's a snack. I mean, come on, man. Don't compare combos to cheese-filled hot dogs. Don't I'm kind of surprised that they haven't started like putting hot dogs in bags yet. I Actually, I bet it exists. Just put it in like yes. sealable oh, bags and just... Yes. Pop some. Oh, yeah. I mean, I guess that's just beef jerky. That was stupid of me to say. <laughs> that's really just beef jerky. Yep, yep. Um, See, these, sometimes right, so, you just got to talk these things out. So this weekend, oh, uh, yeah. I was partying too hard once again. Nice. And Sick, dude. I go up to my friend's apartment patio to take a little rest, get some fresh air. Yeah, okay. And okay. my other friend comes up there to smoke a cigarette and he goes, hey, uh, just so you know, everyone's left the apartment. They went to the bar. So oh. I was like, oh, okay. Like, are you going? And he was like, yeah, but I need more cigarettes. <laughs> I was like, oh, I'll go with you then. And he's like, well, the bad news is nowhere around here is open and selling cigarettes. And I was like, okay, well, where do we got to go? And the, the closest place was on East 4th Street in downtown Cleveland, about a 10, 12-minute walk. And I'm like, all right. He's like, you don't have to come. And I was like, no, nah, it's fine. I'll go with you. We walk over to this place. He gets his cigarettes. He buys me a, a, a bag of like authentic rock candies to tide me over because I went with him. Very but weird then, drunk snack, but okay. Very one of the strangest I've ever had. It's like those lemon can. It's like those old fashioned lemon candies that are like kind of shaped like lemons and they're just hard, like hard That's rock. That's anyway. what your grandma serves you. Yes, what your okay. grandma serves you. Okay. Yeah, yeah. But they look good, and I was drunk, so I was like, I want these, and he was like, Okay. <laughs> uh, so I got those. Um, and then as we walk out of the corner store with his cigarettes in hand, uh, we notice it's pouring and we, have to, we want to get to the bar. So we pull up Uber and Lyft or whatever, and it's, it's going to be like $30 and like a 30-minute wait to go what is essentially a five-minute drive. We were yep. going about a five-minute drive. We could have walked it in probably, probably 20 minutes, but again, it was pouring. And I'm like, we're just like, this is fucking absurd. I can't believe this. And so I was just like, dude, do you have any cash? And he's like, yeah, why? And I was like, this is Cleveland, dude. I, I bet if we just go up to one of these cars and we offer them cash, they'll take us down there. I mean, it's two left turns. 
And then we're there. It's less than five minutes. Like, let's go for it. And he was like, I don't know, dude, you ever done this before? I was like, kind of, but you know, let's, let's do it. I'm serious. I think it'll work. So there's a bunch of cars idled with their flashers on outside of this corner store. And I walk up to one of them and I bang on the window and this woman inside rolls on the window and I hold up the cash and I go, Hey, we're going to, we're going on the flats. Would you take us down there? It's like a five minute drive. We'll give you cash. Like the Ubers are just taking forever, whatever. And she's like, she just looks at the cash and she's like, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, oh, great. Thank you. And so I get in the front seat. My buddy gets in the back seat on the other side. Why did you get in the front seat? Because she says, I say, can I sit in the front? Because I wanted to like, I don't know. I want, I don't know. I got it. I don't know why. I don't know why. But I get in the front. My buddy gets in the back. And within, within one minute of being in the car, we realize two things. We realize one, that the woman driving the car speaks no english whatsoever oh not a lick of english not a lick and basically what had happened is i just kind of like held up the cash and said like will you give us a ride and i think she just saw the cash and she had no idea what was going on but just said yes and then we got in the car and then as that's happening we're pulling away from the sidewalk she turns around to my buddy in the back and she points to who a guy that we didn't see who's sitting in the back seat of the car who is like a 30-something-year-old man who is just sitting, staring straight forward ahead of him with a bag of McDonald's on his lap. Oh, And he hasn't, said, he hasn't said a word to either of us. And um, we both get in, and she points to her son, and she goes, Autista, Autista. And which we assumed was the Spanish word, because by this point we figured out she could only speak Spanish. And we assumed that was the Spanish word for autistic. And so she's basically, we basically within a minute, we're like, oh, she speaks no English. And this is her nonverbal autistic son in the back of this car with us. And we had no idea he was in here. So we've basically hijacked a car with a a mom and her her adult son in it. And fortunately it's under a five minute drive. So we're just like, okay, do you know how to get down there? And she's like, no habla inglés. Like, like just straight up literally oh doesn't God. know a word of English. And so I go to my friend. I'm like, hey, do you take Spanish in high school? Do you know how to say like left, right, straight? And he's like, no, I took French. <laughs> and I was like, I took French. <laughs> Neither of us know how to speak a word of Spanish. So we just got in a car where literally no communication can happen. And I end up just pointing, having to point my fingers in a direction. And then she says like whatever it is in Spanish. So. Like, I would be like, uh, uh, right. And she'd be like, uh, derecho, derecho. And I'd be like, uh, si, si, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, oh. then, and then I'd go uh, uh, straight. And she would go, derecho. i go, no, no, straight, straight. And then she would just say whatever. Uh, and I think half those words are the same, too. Like, I wouldn't even know what's going on. Anyway, somehow in five minutes that feels like it was 30 minutes, we get down to the bar that we need to go to. And we're both just like, gracias, gracias, gracias. And she's like, oh, don't worry. Like, whatever. What do you, what do you say? Donata? I don't even know what it is. And we just hand her the cash and get out of the car and go in the bar. And everyone was just like, where have you guys been? And I was like, I, I think the Twilight Zone. I don't even know where oh we've my been. God. But it worked out. And, um, you know, that's just a little story and a little lesson. I think you should always trust people. People are inherently good, especially if you offer them cash. Well, um, that's very easy to say after not being <laughs> abducted and murdered by a misery-like woman or just being <laughs> describing the beginning of a Netflix true crime series that's coming yeah, out yeah. in Yeah, well, I mean, she December. was like she was just a sweet 
she was just a sweet lady. Like she was just, I, I honestly think she had, she had no idea what was going on, but for some reason just said like, yes, I think we just made enough hand gestures about like the rain. And I kept saying like five minutes away and holding up my hand, like five that maybe she would just kind of pieced it together. But well, it, it might have, it might have been a fistful of money that you had in your hand. I'm no right expert on human behavior, but usually when you're swinging around money and there's a person that might yeah, but why, react strongly to it. If you just speak, if you, just, if you don't speak any English, though, I could be saying like, I could have been saying like, can I kill you and steal your car for $25? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I could have been like, can I, can I kill you, dump you on the side of the road and have your car for $25? And she would have been like, like she, I mean, it's just, she, if I, I could have probably said that and she would have been like, see, si, see, si, yeah, see, si, see. Si. That's a good point. I, so, didn't, I didn't think about the reverse possibility there that you could be the actual serial killer. Uh, right. It was it was just blind trust on both sides. Blind yeah. trust on both sides. But they, I mean we didn't know we had no idea that her son was in there so we we like, you know, it good thing if we were malicious actors getting into the car, like it would have been a crazy crazy experience. I'm just going to leave it at that. You guys you guys can use your imaginations to to think about what could have gone down if we were say. bad or if they were bad. It's like a Bonnie and Clyde <laughs> No, Bonnie, what? Not a Bonnie and Clyde. That does not make you look any okay, better. Okay, I don't want to say anything that's going to offend anyone too much, but it was, it was absolutely insane. And so well, next that's just time... I'm thinking. I'm thinking of all the things that could have gone wrong there, and it's not just... There's a lot of possibilities. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the, the, I think the reason I went in with so much confidence was because, well, one, I was drunk. Mm. But two, I to, I've told you about the time I hitchhiked in Baltimore, right? I actually don't I, think so. I, I don't. I don't think so. Oof. We might be go. Okay. I guess. I guess there's gonna be two, two decent stories in one podcast. It's probably a good thing. I actually Long have a pretty good short. story of a story as well. So. Oh, the it's good, quick good, though. Good. It's quick though. Good. Okay. So my my, I the reason I was so confident is because I'd basically done the same thing in Baltimore once. I needed to get from one place to another, and I knew the address of where I was going. I didn't know the general direction. I tried to walk it and then pulled up the directions on my phone and realized it was like a 45-minute walk. So I was like, oh, damn. And then before I could call the Lyft or Uber, my phone died. And so I'm walking down some, like, just, I don't even know what to compare to, like, just a long, kind of busy road. And I don't can even tell you where in Baltimore. And I just start sticking my thumb out into the street. And all of a sudden, this, this minivan blaring gucci man rolls up and the side door opens and inside are probably probably four or five black dudes just like skinny like skinny younger looking black dudes have you ever seen the wire they're like no i actually haven't so that's probably good yeah that's but i was like they're like hey man where you going and i'm like uh i told them like the address like where i was going they're like oh yeah just down this street and then like on to a right i'm like yeah it's just so far away like i don't want to walk all that and they're like yeah yeah yeah. we know where that is we know that is you want to get in i was like yeah absolutely so i just get in the minivan with them and there's two guys in the front two seats two guys in the middle two seats then me and one other guy in the back and so i get out all the way in the back of the minivan and we're just cruising 
And they're like, why, like, why are you just walking? I was like, oh, it's my first time. Just saying all the wrong things. Like, this is my first time in Baltimore. I'm a millionaire's uh, son. Yeah, like, yeah, I'm just, yeah, 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 yeah. like, oh, like, I actually have, guy, I have yeah. a million dollars in, I have, in cash strapped to my body. thousand dollars. Yeah, yeah, right, right. Yeah. Just saying all the wrong things. But I literally, like, got in. I was like, oh, it's my first time in Baltimore. My phone died. I don't, like, I don't, I've never been to the place I'm going before. Just, I like, saying literally one wrong thing after the another after another and these guys are like oh i get it man i'm like what are you guys doing tonight and they're like oh we're just cruising like but i was trying to come in with an open mind i was like all right like a lot of people that i know and i grew up with would be like getting in a minivan with six random black five random black guys is a bad idea and i was just like you know what i don't believe that as a human being i don't believe that maybe it's true at some places Maybe it's true sometimes, but I was just like, I would, I'd had a couple drinks already. And I was like, you know what? I'm just going to go, no matter who pulls over, I'm going to get in their car. So like they, they get in and they're talking like about some of the bars that they might go to later or whatever. So I'm in this thing and the two guys in front of me start rolling a blunt and then they put on another Gucci Mane song. I might, they might've even put on, oh, uh, the 15th and the first, Holy they put on the 15th and the first, shit, that and thank God for our buddy who played all this Gucci Mane. I know some Gucci Mane. I'm like, is this 15th and the first? And they're like, no way you know this song. And I was like, I fucking love this song. So I start, yeah. we're jamming out. He turns the volume up. We're jamming out to this song. The two guys in the middle of the van start rolling a blunt, start smoking the blunt, passing around the blunt. And then they offer me a hit and I'm like, no, I'll get too crossfaded. I can. Yeah. And they're like, all right. But then I said, but it smells good. It smells like Fruit Loops. When I said it smelled like Fruit Loops, they all lost their shit. They're like, are you fucking, he thinks it smells like Fruit Loops. And they were dying. I was just like, I'm just being honest. It smells like Fruit Loops. It's, that smells pretty good. And long story short, they, they take me where I need to go. And I pay, I like had a 20 or whatever. And I was like, yo, I appreciate it guys. And gave him a 20. And they're like, oh, thanks man. Good looking out. If we see you at the bar later, like we'll buy you a drink. And then they just drove off into oblivion and I was like, that was sick. I just hitchhiked. Like that was, that was exactly what I wanted to be. So now after, after, you know, having, having that experience in Baltimore, I was kind of just like, you know, I'm, I'm a little too optimistic about what can happen now if you just get in a stranger's car. So you felt, you felt a little invincible. To, yeah. It may come back to haunt me eventually, but I'm also hoping I won't have to do it too often with that being said i also don't have a car currently so we'll see what happens in the near future but honestly i am i am in the group to just say continue to hitchhike because the stories will only get more entertaining and more elaborate um and i think that if you die in the process of hitchhiking that's something that i personally can live with um at least you were doing an activity that um, was going to garner a entertaining and hilarious a good story. story uh it just went bad right. yeah so I can live with that. Right. I can definitely yeah. live with that. I say continue to do it. I was just going to say, this is, I, I, I like to say this is a pro hitchhiking podcast. Now, obviously, if you're like a petite little woman out there, you know, you're not going to be out, you know, it's probably not the smartest thing for you to be doing. But if you're just like a drunk, I mean, I have so many, I have this story mm. where I pretend to be German. We may have already talked about that. Like, I just have a bunch, like, it's so much easier for me as just like a white dude to you know to be like oh i'm just i'm just me i'm not you know the, what am think- i ted bundy you think i'm ted bundy no nah, i'm just a little old boy from cleveland let me get in your car I'm like you know it could be it's definitely not it's definitely not easy for everyone to do i this, think you get you get picked up more willingly probably because you're a white male yeah but you don't get abducted because you're a male 
I don't know. Yes, if, correct. I don't know if you would get correct. anybody. I don't know if being white would matter if you're in the. I'm car also unattractive. Getting abducted. Yeah, I'm also right. That's also true. I don't know who would abduct me. Yeah, you were, and yeah. You, when you would get in the car, you'd be sweaty. You'd reek of alcohol. Um, I'm not famous. I'm not related. You'd to have some famous. really I weird. Have no right. money. No. Nope. Yeah. No one's. You'd be, be like, you'd oh, be carrying some we really weird snack. Yeah. You'd be having a very weird snack in your hand. Yeah. Like, be like, oh, do you want some blue? Uh, you want? Do you want some blue cheese? Uh, wing buffalo wing combos? And they'd be like, get out of my car. Yeah. Get yeah. Out. So yeah, exactly. But if 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 the circumstances are right and you're feeling up to it, I say you should hitchhike. Now, what was you? What did you have a hitchhiking story, or what was your random car? story that you were going to get I had, I had a couple. So it's funny that you brought up hitchhiking because I'm driving around a rental car right now and I was yeah. driving back home late. I can't remember what I was doing, but I was kind of going past like a bar kind of scene area town. And there was a dude that was trying to hitchhike on the side of the road with like his group of friends that were just sitting on the curb. And I almost stopped and picked them up. But I was like, no, uh... that would be a bad idea and would be dumb and would not end well. So I didn't do it, yeah. but I almost, I literally, oh, like I, I moved my foot from the gas to the brake to go ahead and pull over and be like, Hey man, you need anything? But then Dude, I did it. It's a very so. weird thing to think about like both the people that hitchhike and the people who pick them up. Like it is, I, that's probably one of the biggest instances of just straight up blind trust that you can, you can have with another human being. It seems like horrible risk evaluation, just absolutely putrid on both sides. It really, it, it really comes down, you know, a lot of people don't like stereotypes or making judgment calls based on vibes or what people look like or whatever, but that's literally, like, if you don't do that in, in some of those situations, it's going to end badly. But I think, like, if you, were to, if you were to give 10 people rides, maybe only one of them would, like, try to rob you or kill you, honestly. That's my honest thought. So it's not a lot, you know, it's not bad. It's not a bad, uh, no, I, but I also, I don't like, I don't like the, I don't like the, uh, the ba- unbalance of, you know, you're one guy driving, picking up five people. I would also say yes. what I did was probably not smart. Like one guy getting in a car with five guys just in general, probably not a good idea. Yes. But like in, in, in a situation where it's two and two or, you know, one in one is probably the craziest, uh, yeah, go for it. Why not? I feel like truckers and people that drive around and do transportation and logistics for a living, they've probably given rides to tons of people, you know? Yeah, they've probably also raped and killed those people. Okay. All right. Well, you know, I think that's enough about uh, on hitchhiking for now. The one Let's, thing that uh, I will say really quick, pretty crazy story that my buddy told me the other day. His girlfriend was in uh, Wyoming for a bachelorette party, which super badass spot to do a bachelorette party. It was at these things called, uh, shit, what were they? Uh, I think it was like, no, it's in Cheyenne. Fuck, I can't believe I'm breaking How do you convince like 15 women to go to Wyoming? I feel like that's the well, they're all they're all like pretty, heard. they're pretty country girls. Uh, oh, they're like, like hold that. the fish in their bumble girls. Uh, no. She wasn't as much of a, well, maybe she was. Uh, pretty much, yeah. Keep it in simple terms, pretty much. But they went to, uh, I, I can't believe I'm blank, blanking on it, but it's in Cheyenne, Wyoming. And they were out there. It looked awesome. Looked super cool. Unique spot for a bachelorette party. Would definitely recommend it. Um, and I guess that they needed a ride home or back to their Airbnb or something like that. And they same situation. Ubers were too much. So this guy was coming out of like the bar that they were at or the event that they were at or something. And they basically just went up to him. And was like, hey, we'll pay you 
if you could just drive us, we're not going very far, yada, yada, yada. Uh, and he's like, yeah, sure, no problem. Whatever, I'll take you guys. You seem like fun girls. Which is always how the Netflix documentary starts. Yeah, bum, bum, bum. Fun girls. Um, and <laughs> they went ahead and got in the car and started like chatting or whatever, and somebody made a South Park reference and was joking about something from South Park. And this dude mm-hmm. goes, oh, do you guys like South Park? You guys are fans of South Park? And they were like, uh, I mean, yeah, like, naturally, like, it's South yeah. Park. And he was like, oh, I was one of the co-creators of South Park. What? Yes. Get the fuck out of it here. Was, it was fucking was Trey, it Trey it was Parker. Trey Parker. Trey no Parker. fucking way. What is yes. he doing Trey in Oklahoma? Uh, well, he was at or these Wyoming. Cheyenne, Wyoming. like, rodeo days. I, there's a name for it, and I'm just blanking on it. I'm no picking myself way. down, blanking on it. Yes. And he just picked up my buddy's no girlfriend's way. friend's bachelorette party and was driving them to their Airbnb or wherever they needed to go or whatever. Just out of the blue, the fucking co-creator. That's insane. I would have lost my mind. They get a picture with him, dude. Well, you know I, I don't just, think they believe. Trey Parker's from Wyoming, dude. What, I just well, re- I just looked and, it up. And she, so she is from Colorado Springs, Colorado, and what she knew that he had fuck? a place in Colorado Springs. So she was like, "Oh, do you still have that place in Colorado Springs?" And he's like, "Yep, still got it." <laughs> no fucking way. So it was like, yeah, it was such a crazy like alignment of stars and everything. But they didn't Dude. really believe him at first, but then they got home, got out of the Uber and whatever, and like looked him up, and they were like, oh shit, that was him. I can't believe they didn't get like a picture with him or anything. I mean, I just looked it up, and he's from like Cheyenne, the Cheyenne area. So yeah. I can't, like, that sounds, that's insane. Oh my God. Dude, what a chill ask. I mean, knowing him and just here, remembering the history of all this stuff that him and Matt Stone did, mm-hmm. like, Remember when they like took acid and wore dresses and went to what was that like the Oscars or whatever? Like that doesn't surprise me that he did that at all. I'm like I believe it wholeheartedly. I'm just jealous that I didn't get picked up by him. Hey, Damn. start showing up to Cheyenne Frontier Days. That's what it was called, Cheyenne Frontier Cheyenne Days. It's like Frontier huge rodeo. Days. Yeah, it looks awesome. But so, also, yeah how how hilarious it is it how bent out of shape some people in the world get about men wearing dresses. I feel like it's like. It's like a, a rolling eclipse or whatever. It's like every about mm, four to five years, some dude, some new guy wears a dress in the media. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then people absolutely And they're like, the is he out. gay? <laughs> does, he, does he worship Satan and suck balls? Yeah. You're like, what the fuck? He's changing the entire fabric of yeah. family yeah. dynamics. Yeah. Then they go, every man's going to be wearing a dress in five years. Yeah. It's like, it's like uh, no, we're not. That dude it's... wearing a dress doesn't make me want to wear a dress. Uh, I don't yeah. think young me would want to wear a dress. Uh, dude, the closest. The cl- First of all, we're never going to wear dresses because there's no pockets for our phone and we don't carry oh, purses. Dude. So I've almost wanted never to try gonna to happen. make Guys are kind of trying to make purses happen for guys, though. They're they're trying to push the boundary. What are what are you talking about? You know those those like shoulder straps? They're like in style right now. They've got the fanny pack oh, that you wear it over yeah, your shoulder. Yeah, I know what that. Get that bullshit out of here. I'm those just saying that's. Ridiculous. I mean, that's pretty much a purse. Is that not pretty? I know. Much a purse? I know some of our personal friends that have those, and I. I mean, I haven't said it publicly to their face, but like, come on, come on, come, buddy, come on. I mean, come on. If you can pull it off. What I, do you need it? F- no, no. What do you need it for? Okay. If I will say this, if I, could what are you wait, putting in it? Let me just say, if I could have that and have nail clippers in there that I could 
privately store without everyone nail being like, clip. ew. Why like, do you need to clip your nails outside of your house ever? Well, sometimes, so I my bad habit, probably my worst habit that I have <laughs> is I pick my fingernails. Yeah, same, but why do you? Because uh, then I get hangnails, and then instead of no, me ripping them off, you're telling me you're going to be like bleed. waiting for the waiter to bring you menus and start clipping your nails. Absolutely not. No, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it secretly, but at least I have it on me. I'll Where like, are you? I'll be like, oh, I got to go to the bathroom. I got to go to the bathroom. Thing I've ever heard. No way. I got to go to the bathroom. I've done it you, before. I keep it in my pocket. You're telling and I'm like, me oh, you I need go to the a bathroom. fanny pack over your shoulder no. for for nail clippers. Okay, you can put those in your pockets. You know what? I I actually have I have a better. I know what I need. I need somewhere to store my sea salt caramels. Oh, I knew it. I knew yeah. it. And on that, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for listening. This episode has been brought to you by HEB Sea Salt Caramels and their delicious, salty and sweet, gooey, gooey goodness. Yes. And this uh, episode has also been brought to you by Oduls Fiber Supplement. Uh, Oduls, are you an old Irish man who's treated his body like a dumpster for the past 60 years? Well, then you need Odul's Fiber Supplements to stiffen up your stool and slide it out like you're at the water park. So don't forget, when you go to your local grocery store for your sixth case of beer this week, don't forget to pick up some Odul's Fiber Supplement, sold by Kellogg's. (laughs) All right, fantastic. Thank you for listening, everyone. We'll see you next week. All right, see you later.